bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Hey, you want to remind everybody the door is open because it's a fly in here the size of a house. I'm trying to get rid of this fly. I hate flies. <laughs> y'all going to close the door so I don't have to hear y'all talking? No, that door. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. All right, now y'all can talk. Ben, is that you? That's me. Why would you wear a shirt with your picture on it? Because I love myself. Okay. It's got my beautiful face on there. Your bootyful? My bootiful face. Your bootyful? My bootiful face. Oh. It's Halloween. It's October, so it's bootiful. I know. It's scaring people. It's scaring me. A lot of people want this T-shirt. I don't. Well, you're not a lot of people. There you go. You're Dr. Ken Harris. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. I mean, it's pretty cool, though. I mean... It's pretty fly. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. I, I got an album coming out. I figured why not put my face on a shirt. You got an album coming out, man? Yeah, yeah it's called Hollywood Hooks. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We'll see. Do, do do I get to play it and then critique you? 100%. All right. Y'all heard him say that. Critique it right here, live on uh, Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Yep. And I got to tell the truth. If it's trash, just let me know. <laughs> I'll be okay with that. Watch this. Everything can be better. But that doesn't make it trash because it can be better. It's just everything can be better. No matter what Michael Jackson did, you could go back and make that song better. So, Prince, you could go back and make that song better. So, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't think Lake Michigan would be more dangerous than an ocean. But that's just me. And I'm just one person. <laughs> LT said, LT said, I'm still a good swimmer past junior life saving 
as a child and would have been on the diving team except for I was better at track. Some girls in my high school failed gym because they would not get their hair wet during the swimming portion. But it was only for like one quarter, right? Did you all have quarters? Like every 10 weeks and you got your quarter grade? It's only one quarter, so if you fail a quarter, big deal. It's the swimming part. Like, really? Okay, I fell swimming. Okay. But my hair's not getting wet. All that stuff. And she was in the Salvation Army Reserves. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. um, Let me do this. I see your texts. Um, 414-803. I'll send you something on the next break. Um, Yeah. We can definitely take take care of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me write this down. Oh, come on. Why is it that when you type something into Google and it doesn't give you the information back, we get mad at Google when we didn't write the correct thing? I don't get that. 833-212-1017 is the number. You can tell it's a slow afternoon. Everything is chilling. It's starting to rain outside. Um, Starting to... uh, Get kind of, you know, chill. So just trying to take it easy. I want to be positive this weekend. You know? I want to be positive. I want to, I want to, I want to be able to um, go into the weekend very chill. You know? That's all. So if you have any questions, anything on your mind, I mean, because I got like 10,000 things I want to talk about, and um, I'm going to be doing my top five at five in the second segment this time because I wanted to just kind of chill, check out the talking text line, do all sorts of things. So, you know, want to make sure that's going. We shall see. 833-212-1017 is the number. Talking text line says, oh, um, 414-803 said, I'm, how do I get in touch with someone at Northwestern about investing in life insurance? Go to Bell and Wright Financial Group. Um, and I can give you J.B. Bell's phone number. 414-615-1855. 414-615-1855. Six one five eighteen fifty five Bell and Wright, JB Bell and Erica Wright, Financial Group. Four one four six one five one eight five five Northwestern Mutual. So check check them out. Um, they were partners here on the Truth and had a show once a month for a while, and I think I think uh, they will be able to take care of you. So there you go. Don't listen to me. I'm not licensed and I'm not, you know, some stuff you can't say on the radio. The regulators will come after you and holler at you and all that fun stuff. 
414-699 said, I learned how to swim at the natatorium and the boys club. I remember jumping into the water when I realized my feet didn't touch the bottom. I immediately remembered how to swim to the ladder. Underwater. And from that point, I was swimming the whole length of the pool on top of the water. I think it's very dangerous to try to swim in the Milwaukee River because there are picnic tables and all kind of stuff that you could get caught on. And besides, who would want to swim in the Milwaukee River? I just want to know how you know that there are picnic tables in the Milwaukee River. And the only way you could possibly know that there's a picnic table in the Milwaukee River is if you put the picnic table in the Milwaukee River. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So maybe we need to question you. 833-212-1017. Give me, give me, give me a call so we can, so we can um, check on you. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, some people. Got to watch people. Got to watch them. Got to watch them. When we come back, top five at five. 833-212-1017 is the number you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Hey, Ben, what is this? This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I Let me get to my top five and five because I got so much stuff I want to talk about. I heard that. <laughs> it's Friday. Uh, number go. five. You're going to let me point to you, man. You're going to let me point to you. You're going to let me point to you. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> I just held in my hand at five. Looked in my hand. Huh? So, you may have heard Milwaukee police are sharing new information about a cell phone scam you should be aware of. Now, here's how it works. A young boy in a scooter will ask to use your phone. You're not looking. He uses the Cash App or Apple Pay to pay himself. Milwaukee police confirmed to CBS 58 the boy allegedly running the expensive scam is between 10 and 13 years old, describes an, as an African-American boy standing about five feet tall with a short afro. It didn't seem like there was harmful intent in that moment, says Aon Rittinger, who was scammed out of, you ready? $5,000. He was very polite, very respectful, very warm, said, 
Kara Versamak, who was scammed out of $1,100. Both victims said it all happened in less than a minute. When the boy handed their phone back, they noticed he transferred himself a lot of money. They said the scammer insisted on texting instead of calling, saying his mother had a government phone that didn't make calls. That allowed the scammer access to their apps. Milwaukee Police Department Sergeant Efren Cornejo said the department knows of at least two people who were victimized by the child. He said there are likely more. Sergeant Cornejo said, I believe there are other people who had been in contact with this individual or at least someone trying to do similar circumstances. Now, would you, first of all, my financial apps are locked and my phone is locked. So when I, when my phone is put down, it's locked. Number two, I am never letting anyone use my phone. I rarely let my family use my phone. You think I'm going to let somebody that I don't know actually take control and hold my phone? No. Steal my car? Fine. Steal my phone? We're going to fight. I'm just saying. Makes absolutely, positively, whatsoever. Number four. The father of Ben Modal. The nine-year-old boy who was hit on his bike by a truck on Sunday near 84th and National Avenue in West Dallas tells WISN 12 News that Ben is out of the hospital and home. His father calls it a miracle. West Dallas police says a 73-year-old was arrested for for suspected OWI after hitting Modal as he was trying to cross the street. Cameras captured police giving the driver what appeared to be a field sobriety test. WISN 12 cameras caught that in the Milwaukee County District Attorney's awaiting toxicology results before issuing any charges. Moto's family said he was riding his bicycle with his two brothers when he was hit. Witnesses said he started bleeding from his head and he was transported to Children's Hospital. Number three. Milwaukee County jails uh, failed to give Omar Wesley schizophrenia medication 65 days over a six-month period, resulting in a $1.05 million settlement finalized last month. In 2016, MR Correctional, the Miami-based company that previously provided medical services at the jail, had routinely failed to provide Wesley his full daily dosage of his medication and antipsychotic medication used for treating uh, treatment-resistant schizophrenia. Well, when Wesley was 21, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. According to his mother, court records show that he had, had also been diagnosed with severe uh, schizoaffective and antisocial disorders. And so he began taking the drug in December 2015. And 20, uh, June 24th of 2016, while in custody at the county jail, his prescription was not refilled, the lawsuit says. And over the course of several months, Wesley's mental health decompensated. Or deteriorated, and he was unlawfully deprived of his daily dosage of the medication, um, which looks like it's clozapine, which is while in the county's care, and who's he's now 45 and in Mendota Mental Health Institution. And Brenda Wesley, Omar's mother, told the Journal Sentinel, "We won. We're holding people accountable." But the story continues, and the journey. Continues. So that is that is so unfortunate. And um, we wish um, 
We wish him well. Number two. Um, I kind of touched on this story a while ago, and then it popped back up. And so I'm, I'm just – I might even have to ask Ben Jammin about this one. Shorewood is seeking public input on whether the village should allow chickens. Residents with opinions on the topic can complete a brief three-question survey available until Wednesday, October 18th, to offer the village government insight into whether they support changing the ban on chickens concerns or area to research further. Shorewood Planning and Development Director Bart Greipentrog said, we're still in the early stages of understanding whether or not the community wants us to pursue this. Village Code in Shorewood currently says no person, business, or entity shall harbor, raise, or possess, either temporarily or permanently, any swine, goat, sheep, horses, ponies, mules, donkeys, bees, chickens, turkeys, geese, cattle, or fur-bearing animals within the village. So you can't have a dog? Like, isn't a dog a fur-bearing animal? I mean, I'm just wondering. 833-212-1017. Am I? I'm not a dog guy. Is a dog a fur-bearing animal? And so I'm going to go to my favorite official yet unofficial source, Google. The term fur-bearing animals, this is from Legal Information Institute. Fur-bearing animal is reference to animals which bear fur of marketable value and includes, among other animals, rabbits, silver foxes, mink squirrels, and muskrats. But clearly not dogs or cats. I'm just saying. That's strange. Why would you want a squirrel? Some animals just do not appeal to me. Number one. (sighs) I've been fighting with this story all week. And I've been trying to figure out whether or not I was going to put it out there. And I was going to talk about it in a separate topic. But I figured today is no better than any other day. This is from news1.com in today's episode of OK, here's what we're not going to do. It appears that fans and merch creators of the University of Colorado, can't say Colorado today, have lost every last bit of their minds since NFL legend Deion Sanders left Jackson State University to become University of Colorado's head football coach. As we all know, the move has caused a lot of, well, Controversy. Some have argued that Sanders abandoned black people by taking a much higher paying job at the Power Five PWI. Um, Some have accused him of using uh, JSU, Jackson State University, as a career stepping stone. Isn't that what everybody uses every job for? Anyway, others have largely defended Sanders. They've been... um, There's been nuanced takes, and regardless of how one feels... There is one fact that should not be up for debate. 
And so, Benjamin, tell me if I'm right about this. The University of Colorado is not an HBCU. You are correct. That's weird that you have to actually say that, right? It shouldn't have to be said because the college has a student body with 65% white, less than 10% black. By definition, it's a PWI, predominantly white institution. But yet, we have comments like, Somebody said y'all done turned the University of Colorado into an HBCU. Somebody said on X, Deion Sanders is more than a personality. That guy can flat out coach. He's perfect for college football right now. He's so needed in college football. My white homie graduated from University of Colorado. Now he thinks he's an HBCU alum. Somebody said, Someone posted on my Facebook that the Colorado, that the University of Colorado might as well be an HBCU now. I took that as extreme disrespect, understanding our wealth position in this country and the lack of funding that HBCUs get. And y'all want to extract talent from HBCUs to send to PWIs. I don't know if, if, if that's exactly accurate, but I'm, I'm going to keep moving on. University of Colorado, the newest HBCU. It's nuts. These are all comments that were on X. But whatever these are just random people saying random things are probably not meant to be taken seriously. But now we have people in in the street selling University of Colorado's fan shirts that read that read. HBCU state of mind. Wait, what? More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, by the way, Truth is now home from Marquette University. Did I call that Marquette? <laughs> Marquette, you know, you can tell I'm ready to go to sleep, right? Marquette University High School football. The Hilltoppers are back in action tonight. They take on their conference rival, Brookfield Central Lancers. Kickoff is at 7, pregame's at 6.30, Tory Lowe is at 6 o'clock, I'm gone at 6.59. That's how this hour is going to go. High School Sports on the award-winning 1017 The Truth is presented by Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. 833-212-1017 is the number. I saw the picnic tables in the Milwaukee River by <laughs> Estabrook Park, and I also saw a picnic table in the river downtown. I didn't put them there. I'm sure many people have seen picnic tables poking up out of the water. In the so what, what? What if I want to put on some scuba gear and go sit and take a picnic in 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 the in the water? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Eight three three. Thank thank you, thank you four one four six nine nine eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Sandra said, here's me again. The lake can be very dangerous. Okay, help help me, help me. We understand there can be tsunamis on the lake. So somebody wrote, is it possible that an event like an earthquake underneath could trigger a tsunami effect that would flood nearby cities and destroy coastlines on the Great Lakes? The answer was Absolutely. In fact, there's more than 106 um, metal tsunamis that happen in the Great Lakes every year, though most of them are too small to notice. Again, they're caused by storms moving across the lakes that push water ahead of the storm, and it could raise levels at the coast by a foot or so. Some of the Great Lakes have been known to raise levels up to 12 feet in the past 30 years. What does all that mean? The heaviest, most destructive Mateo, Ma, Mateo tsunami, whatever you call it, on Lake Michigan happened 85 years ago, July 13th, just off the shore of Holland, which is Holland, Michigan. Meteorologists say storms caused a 10-foot wave to come out of nowhere on a calm afternoon at shore. Coast Guard was warning swimmers not to go into the water, but the strong undertow pulled swimmers into rough waters. So what does that mean? Don't swim, right? And that's probably why black people don't swim. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Although, are there a lot of black people in Holland, Michigan? I don't know. But thank you, Sandra. I appreciate it. But that's still no reason to be afraid of the water. That's just me. Y'all silly. You all are silly, Ben. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. I'm I'm I am a little. <clears throat> I mean, they got a picture of the CU, the Colorado University, but it's University of Colorado Buffalo's logo, and somebody online has a HB attached to the top of it, so it looks like HBCU. Now, in fact, the story goes on to say at news1.com, one can, can Google HBCU state of mind and find white people modeling the shirt because an algorithm does it and it puts it on a picture and that's that. 
which is just like stock internet shenanigans, but it's still indicative of a larger issue. This is some real, like, everybody invited to the cookout stuff. Is everybody invited to the cookout? <laughs> I just got to look like, um, no. And I was trying to explain that to somebody else. They were like, oh, I hang with these people and those people and these people and those people. And it was a mixture of black and white people. But I said, yeah, but there are some crowds, yeah, that none of the people in that group are a part of. And I don't necessarily have to be in the inn or be invited in order to really have what I have. This person goes on to write, I mean, the Proud Boys were also led by a black person, but no one's going to attribute that to Black Panther Party state of mind. And they certainly won't be creating purchasable merchandise to that effect. Right? Although Enrique Tario was selling Black Lives Matter t-shirts. But that was because the Proud Boys were suffering from a broke boy state of mind. So anyway. What's the woman's name? Rachel Dolans? The one from from California that pretended to be black, but she was white? Rachel Dozalone. Dozal- Rachel Dozalone. De- I can't even say her name. Rachel Dozalone. Dozalone. Oh, my God. Dozalone. Is it? The, the, the white hey, woman who faked to be black. Right. Rachel Dozalone. There Rachel. it is. Dolazoff. 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 D-O-O. D-O-L-E-Z-A-L. Let me see if this is the same one. President of NAACP spoke in Washington until she resigned in the midst of her. Re- yeah. Yeah, that was her. Somebody has a Twitter handle called Racial Dolezal. <laughs> That's funny to me. That is funny to me. But would we be having all these shenanigans if it weren't for the Internet? Like, why is outing people a thing? Like, do we like embarrassing people or saying things about people or making people look bad or feel bad or be bad? I don't know. I personally think it's a little, it's a little bit much. Somebody just sent on a talking text line, white teacher puts on black sorority jacket. Substitute teacher puts on black sorority jacket. And so let me ask a question. Would that make you upset? I don't know. That's just weird. That is kind of weird, though. People do weird stuff. People do strange things. I just don't understand. I think, well, let me just ask the question before we go to break. Are black people too sensitive about racial things? Do black people get upset at racial things? And if you think they're, they're I don't know, I'm torn. And some things I'm bothered, and I'm bothered simply because it's racial, and then in other things I'm not. And so I'd like to know your take on it. Do, do, are black people too sensitive? Are you sensitive 
about race? And if so, if not, why? Why not? You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Kara Harris. When we come back, I want to know. 833-212-1017 is the number. Are black people sensitive or not sensitive about race? More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. So I'm interested in figuring out. Nope, I'm not gonna get into it because me and Ben Jamin was just arguing about global warming and it was just getting all weird. And we can just have to have a round table discussion on global warming. I think the people that are for it are a little too overboard when really they're just talking about global warming and not climate change, which I think is just an idiotic term. And we take it so far that, you know, we should stop breathing because we're putting carbon in the air. This is just dumb. I don't know. What does Callie want? 833-212-1017 is the number. You're on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. How are you? Dr. I'm good. I'm good. Good. Um, well, happy Friday. And I just wanted to jump in on the conversation you were having about racial sensitivity in the black community. Okay. Awesome. So I, just so everybody's got all the facts, like I have lived my entire experience, 26 years as a biracial person, half African-American, half white. So that's just where I'm coming from with all of this. Okay. Um, and I've seen the um, when once people of uh, Caucasian descent get access to different cultures, the way that it is abused. So um, I don't know if we're too sensitive, but I do believe the way that we handle some of these situations does have to change. Change in what way? I work with kids. It's got to be more like the only way I'm getting through to any of these kids with any of their races, it is got to be a discussion. It has to be a discussion. And let's say 
whoever you're having that discussion with isn't hearing you, isn't listening to the facts, isn't being receptive to the information you're trying to help them get to them, then we can take it there, right? Take it to that level of like, then being really, really angry about it. Like, I understand why we're angry. Um, but I do believe that if we try the converse, conversational route first and then get to being truly upset, marking this person as, you know what? You are in fact, because you could not, with an educated mind, take this information in, yes, you are racist. Like, once that happens, then we're done. You're done. But, but are you really racist or don't you have a right to decide something for yourself? And if someone disagrees with it, too bad. That is absolutely like, yes, great. Okay. But the conversations that we have, with, mm-hmm. like, right, with, with kids, they're not getting the reasons why we're upset. They're just upset. Um, we're lacking the, the why. Um, because we were historically discriminated against because historically um, we were used as props, as entertainment. Um, Yeah. So again, like, it's not cool when we do our hair in a certain style, but it's okay for everybody else to do that. And again, like, we, we can't wear our natural hair, but other people can rock those same styles and it's fine like we're unkempt that way so that that's not sensitive the substitute teacher putting on a jacket that doesn't belong to her and she has no business in that's insensitive but do we care that someone is is sensitive or not i mean like where did we get to the point where we are so sensitive to other people doing things that everything everybody does if it in the least makes us uncomfortable, we float away like we fall apart. Why is that? Who cares if somebody's insensitive? Walk away. Leave. Absolutely. I'm a huge fan of the walk away. But then I am not a fighter myself. Like, well, I, that, that's understandable, but 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 you know, answer my question. Why? Why is it that sensitivity is a big deal now? I think it has to do with respect. Really? Because like everybody, everybody's entitled to that respect, right? Like, no, they're not. Oh, no, they're not. It's, why would I make you give something to me hope. that you don't want to give to me? You would hope. Why, now listen. Have to, why would I even want your respect? Because I have to now make you respect me. Why would I care? No. Wait, there's no make. Again, nobody's owed like the explanation. But if we are being labeled as sensitive, then we need to look at why are we being called sensitive? Oh, because we've established we don't like this behavior, wearing the hairstyle. But what can you do about it? But what can you do about it? Anything about it? But what can you do? You can't. So, so why, why wouldn't we let it go? We can have more. We don't have to let it go. I don't want to let it go either. That's my point. I feel both. Like you're allowed to be angry, upset. Have those conversations. You don't have to have the conversation. You can walk away. Right. You don't have to do anything. Right. 
because it's not our job as a black person to educate the whole world. It's not. But again, why are so many people out here trying to continue to educate people? Because at some point, we would like it if our kids or our grandkids didn't have to constantly have that conversation and defend their right to exist however they do. But not everybody does that. Not everybody has to defend it. Not everybody has to fight against it. There are some people in the world that get along just fine and they're okay. Yes. Yes, there are. But then why is the default? But why is the default? Why is the default always? But we still got to fight and we still got to do this, all this other stuff. Because the default is whiteness so we are constantly at odds with that no i'm not going to just constantly default to that i do believe that that is again that's the comparison we're constantly being put up against ever since 400 years ago emancipation hit us we've been constantly being compared to how well we can hit white standards so yes at some point i understand why we're angry and why so many of us are committed to trying to change that i do get it but I am also a fan of the walk away. Some people are not worth receiving that education. They are but not is it your job to educate people? Is it our no, job to educate others? So then why do we bother? Why would you be sensitive about something that it's not even your job to fix? Let, you know, yeah, it's. Because the system's not going to fix itself. It never has. Otherwise, it would have been fixed by now. But again, the system isn't the problem. The problem is the people in the system. And you can't fix people. So what do we do? No. You... It's not my job That's to fix anybody. Question. It's not my job to fix no, anybody. Not. So what we need to do is what? Build our own. I agree. Create I'm with you own. there, right? But we spend an like, inordinate I... amount of time trying to be what other people want. So... All right. Well, thank you, Callum. And that's just a, that's a big undertaking, Dr. Kennedy. Yeah, it is. That's also a big undertaking, yeah, too. It is. Like, it is. Yeah, it is. We would need a separate government. We would need a separate currency. We would need separate banks. We, we need all that. I don't know if we, we need would. to go that far. I don't know if we need to go that far. Give me a call next Off week, Callie. Great. Let's 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 kick this around some. Let's think about it over the weekend, and let's talk about it. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Ken, for having me I appreciate me on. it. I appreciate it. I've been excited to get in with y'all. Sounds good. Take care. <laughs> thank you. All right. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tory Lowe Show at 6, pregame at 6.30. Marquette University High School Hilltopper football at 7 o'clock. God bless. Take care. Thank you, Ben Jam. Appreciate you, brother. It's amazing. I'll see you in two days, 22 hours. God bless. I'm out.